0: Is Jarrett Wilson. I'm one of your hosts, joined by Rachel Mogan, to my right. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. Hello. That beautiful melodic entry into this episode was brought to you from the Journey soundtrack, track it's five. Pretty threshold by Austin Wintery. It's gorgeous. This is our special music episode of Team Chat Podcast, the episode 25. Song.
1: The music so this it, has been a long time coming,
0: and it will be done. In the style of NPR,
2: oh, is that what all of the uh, pauses are about? Yes,
0: very succinct, very s- slow, easy to process what I'm saying, so that you can Point. let the m- music flow through you on this blessed morning <laughs> of sunshine.
1: We are no rain on a, mor- on a
2: morning.
0: And it's going to be an excellent episode.
1: It is. Um, this has been. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. We have, and we are very excited. About very NPR shit. I'm tired of that yeah. already. I was
2: about to say, I can never tell like when they're actually done talking. So <sighs> no, I was like, no. "Is he done? I'm done. Is he done? I'm, now? Done. <laughs> I'm done. Are you done? done?
0: But yes. So this is our 25th episode, and to commemorate that, we wanted to do something special because we're a quarter into 50, a uh, hundred episodes, which yes. we'll get to eventually,
1: which is the full life of a podcast. Yes, we, that's the <laughs> one cutoff fourth day. The way Four, through it.
0: Fourth of the way through our lifespan. <laughs> And so we wanted to do something special, and we wanted to do this music episode. And this is one that we have wanted to do since like day one of starting to play this podcast. We're like, yeah. okay, we have to do a music one because
1: we all love the soundtracks. It was a, very, it was a connecting force between all of us. It oh, yeah. So, because we come from such different backgrounds, we play such different games, but it was, it was such a unifying thing to talk about the music from all the games that we love. Oh, yeah. So it's nice to be able to get out, some, just just a few of our favorites today because there's so many. And we'll be revisiting this topic. This like we said one. about other topics.
0: This is part one because making we, – we have – we each picked three different soundtracks and we have two selections from the soundtrack. Yes. And we're going to play those and we're not going to be able to play the whole thing but we'll just play little snippets of each song. We'll tell you what it is so you can go back and listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously all these soundtracks come with our huge rec- seal of approval and recommendation so you should go and listen to them all if you haven't already. But uh, but to allow us to be able to have the most time possible to go over all these songs, we are not going to do any like questions before we get going. Uh, We are going to pass on the moment with Mogan today as well. No news is Morgan's good news. Super
1: bummed about it.
0: The only point of b- normal business that I want to keep. Oh yeah, oh, I got to oh, tell here everybody go. here. How to find? <laughs> us. We could have a new listener. <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. A new <laughs> listener could be scrolling through their iTunes, doing a Google search. You never I'll know, and be like, Team Chat Podcast is talking about soundtracks today. Damn, who are they? This is an excellent <laughs> well, hot, episode. Dang. How do I get? A, how do I get a hold of it? I'd really like to send them a note, and you could do that. By sending us an email at at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, following us on Twitter at teamchatpodcast, liking our Facebook page, or subscribing to our YouTube channel where you can listen to the episodes
1: there. You know, we got 100 uh, followers on YouTube.
0: Twitter.
1: Really? Twitter. Oh. Okay. Wrong social media. <laughs> I, was I was about, about to say, say damn, what? our YouTube blew <laughs> T- up. Twitter. <laughs> um, so that means we have made it as a podcast we are yes. wholly successful and uh we'll do it full time now we will yeah it's so yep. 100 listeners so I mean, that's that's the threshold
0: that's it we just had to get that small sliver of social media <laughs> <That's all we laughs> confidence and now we're ready to take over the world <laughs> but no so yeah uh let's go ahead and jump into this so we can get through and maybe even have time to do a couple honorable mentions if we follow this mm. if we finish this up in enough time yes. which will be fun because i have so I so Before, before we
2: feel, even feel. started, Jarrett had to like shave my list down, and I was like, "No, my tracks." Yeah, so many. whiteboard,
3: she's like, she set down this binder. So, so yeah. here's my list for this. <laughs> no. for
2: this I got episode. up at eight a.m. voluntarily <laughs> just to listen Dang. to soundtracks until we started. That's work ethic. I know. I,
0: I was. That was my plan this morning.
2: <laughs> it's a Sunday.
0: <laughs> the plan was the plan, but we <laughs> something else happened.
2: Some other stuff.
0: Mommy's <laughs> parents were in town, and it was. Her brother's girlfriend's birthday, and so we went down to San Marcos last night and yeah. had like a surprise birthday party for her, and we were out on the town until like 1. So,
1: and Did you get a chance to talk to them about video game soundtracks? <laughs> Is that part of the conversation?
2: <laughs> Is they that something no, they're interested they in? You no. could You could convince them. I could <laughs> convince them.
1: <laughs> well, I think I will say if there's one thing that video games has that other people that don't play video games love or could love it's the soundtrack that's
2: true it is like the
1: one thing i think
2: two of my soundtracks i hadn't even played the game before i listened to the soundtrack Mm. so the soundtrack came first
0: i had a couple that i wanted that that i wanted to do the same thing (laughs) i wanted to i wanted to play their soundtrack but then i was like i haven't played the games i wouldn't be able to necessarily talk about really how it ties in and you know i don't know it just yeah. so i i I kept it to for this time i kept it to games that i've played but who knows that might change in the future It's a it's a bold new world out there, and we don't know what's going to happen next. The
1: one the one that I was recommended to opening with was Libas theme from Little Big Adventure from like 1994. Never heard of it. I never played the game. Yeah, but the opening theme for that uh, game is awesome.
0: I was thinking we could have done something classic too, like Donkey Kong Country mm -hmm. opening. I just watched that
1: live when I was doing research. I watched Don. Oh my gosh, those live orchestra! They're so amazing. amazing. It's really phenomenal. Oh yeah, good stuff. Good. Stuff. (laughs) So who wants to kick us off
0: and get us into this musical adventure?
1: Man, it's going to be a wild adventure. Who's going first? I'm going to go first.
3: I'm going to go first. Take it away, Jared.
0: Okay, so my game is one that I talked about way back when. I can't even remember which episode it was. But um, I think it was Addicting Games. Yeah. Uh, It's the the Stronghold, the castle builder set. Mm. (laughs) Which you would think, that's probably not got the greatest soundtrack in the world. It's just like, you know, whatever. But no, it's actually... For what the game, for I mean, I love that game. Not talking down on this game at all. I love it. But, and so this soundtrack, though, has always stuck out. And I always, this game has, because I think of how much I played it, I always constantly have, like, vocal lines and stuff like that, that the, your, um, Units and stuff say when you yeah, click on any commander. remember
1: them. you telling us. Oh, yeah, stuff. the They just stuck malady. in my head and the crops are ready.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the malady. A malady has struck our cows, cows, my lord.
1: I think sure about that all with the, with the time. Big King's coat. My, my cows, coat <laughs> my cows <laughs> have died.
0: <laughs> my lord, Javit. Send in my jester <laughs> to <laughs> cheer me up. And so, no, so same thing. This, uh, just like those lines have stuck in my head, the music has stuck in my head on this one. And one track. That has always been has always just I've never been able to forget because it's just awesome is this is it's one called two mandolins and uh the soundtrack was composed by Robert Uvino. and it, it, and even and it's one of those it's like you can tell it's not necessarily made by a full orchestra like several other soundtracks have, but it very much has the feel of that and this this grandeur it has a great medieval feel to it and just really. I don't know. It's one of my favorites to listen to, just put on and listen to, like while I'm doing some light editing or just other work and stuff around, around the house or at my desk. It's just a, it's very relaxing. Even the battle tracks and stuff are still not like overly distracting or too just like pounding, and, mm. where it's just excellent mm-hmm. melodies, soothing to the soul. So we're going to start off with the two, ma- with two mandolins, which is just my, my favorite one from this track, from this soundtrack by far.
1: That's a really. I, I could see why you really like that, and I actually see a theme going to develop here, especially with my last two. Oh yeah, Great. yeah. I, I feel like we all have a certain uh, appreciation, Aesthetic. yeah, for kind of this, for what we like, yeah. And that's that's I really like that,
0: yeah. Because so for me that one, like obviously it's it's just this it's two mandolins i mean you hear Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of supporting music in the background like Mm -hmm. some like slow string to like just kind of give it some depth to it and everything in there in the background but mostly it's just these two mandolins that you hear just playing and it's just a it's a simple melody but man that melody has stuck in my head and i mean i feel like it
2: better sets the tone because yeah. if it were two mandolins plus a full orchestra, I don't think it would really match. No, what because you is. and
1: you are mainly during while you hear this music, you're kind of building and kind you're of, building. Yeah, you don't tinkering. want something that's over the right. that's over the top right. and like oppressive.
0: Because no, you're focusing on how do I best build my defenses? What units should I be building? And just that that music and stuff like that tied in with yes the vocal cues and all that stuff that yeah. you hear. Yeah. I don't know. It just really gave it this folksy medieval feels yeah, to, the, to the whole game. A very yeah. authentic feel to the game. Um
2: felt as though I was walking through the market yeah. on a sunny morning. Yes, yeah. it was very Buying nice. my bread and vegetables. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep,
0: yep, yep. Making your stews and <laughs> Uh But then the other track that I did want to play from this is also, uh, it's called Dark Time. No. Yes, Dark Time. And it's what plays when, the, when you are actually under attack. So even Ooh. then, uh, you're not... Um, Again, you'll hear it's not overly oppressive, it's still there, but it also, when you have all the sound effects of you know arrows wishing through the air and metal clanging and and trebuchets and catapults firing and hitting, this all just provides this very just strong battle atmosphere and really puts you in it and like you're just, you're just focused, you're moving mm-hmm. around, you're ordering your troops, you're you know rallying your defenses and stuff like that. It's awesome. So this is Dark time from Stronghold. Thank you
1: Wow, that's, that's not you, what
2: I was expecting.
1: Well, yeah, that that the production value and the amount of instruments and vocals in that is very impressive to me for a game from what that came out two thousand one, two thousand one. Not that I guess that should have much to do with it. No, but, but still, but still, you really the, get a realization of how much time and effort goes into even game like strong a castle building sim. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty impressive. Well, and and, and
0: no, to your to your point, in the early two thousands and stuff like that, like I don't think. I mean, yes, there were obviously like. Not to take away from this great soundtracks from like you know Mario, Donkey Kong, and mm-hmm. then even Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Like I know those all have great themes and everything, mm-hmm. but still, like video game music back in the early two thousands was when it was still mainly like synths and yeah, you yeah, it was a you little know, different. very all like digitally created.
1: And and I also get the sense that they almost I wonder I, I hearing it it sounds like it's a necessity for the game to make it what it was, but it almost like when they're developing, I have this feeling that like they didn't have to make something that. Amazing, you know. For the if you're getting under attack, they could have done something a lot simpler. But right. that, you know, especially at the beginning, that was like could have been in like a film like There Will Be Blood or something. By I was Paul thinking Thomas Anderson. that whenever
2: they pluck the strings like that, I think that may have been cello or violin that they were plucking. It always makes me think of giant spiders. Mm. <laughs> like that's the first thing I think of. I was like, oh God, is this Lord of the Rings? No <laughs> Are we in that forest with the spiders? Uh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> but There's... no, it's
0: just like the be- I kind of skipped around a little bit in there, but like yeah, the beginning of it is very is very much just like a preparation. Like it's coming, the attack is coming. Because yeah, in the game, they always are, are like, you know, we the scouts have spotted the rat's troops or something like <laughs> that. And, just like, and Phew, then they all music. they all fill in at like the this one corner of the screen. And then and then so it's like, oh crap, gotta, gotta finish, gotta finish. They're coming. They're coming. You know, gotta get everything set. And then right when it's time for the attack, they're like, the rat's troops are attacking. And then they send, and then the bigger it really kicks in and, and everything like that. And so it really I don't know, it just set a great atmosphere. I mm-hmm. still love listening to it today there's, like there's I a said. a great and,
1: violin screech at the very beginning. It looks like someone's yeah, holding like, on a yeah, very high, yeah, quick note, which I really like.
0: And then yeah, with the vocals laid under and everything, there are a couple different tracks on here too that I'll just mention. Uh uh Stained Glass is just like a it has a very much feel of a Gregorian chant. And the maiden has a very nice, just vocal melody th- mm. throughout. No, no words. Just you know, just like a, a chant. A, high, a l- one, one late woman is ch- is just chanting, kind of singing this m- melodic tune, and it's just it's very peaceful, mm. subdued. So it's not overbearing to <laughs> yes, the yes. to the game, but just but soothing and peaceful. Mm. And that's why it's my number three.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Castle Crashers. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's jungle. jungle.
0: Stronghold. All right, so who's next? Who's next? Who's next?
2: All right. What? We can go with mine.
3: All right. You go mine All right.
2: With? So I, like I said, my list has been quite chopped down okay. from what originally. Oh, now I'm sore come, about come it. Now,
3: child. <laughs> but I
2: had so much trouble figuring out what I was even going to put on the list. One of them was obviously very, very easy. It was not difficult to pick Journey as what will be my number one. But I guess we can start with an oldie but goodie. So one of my favorite, it's not even really an article. It's just this quick little thing that I found on Kotaku, and the title was, hey, in case you needed a reminder, the soundtrack from Wind Waker is really good. And I was like, that's so exactly what I was thinking. I think about that <laughs> all that, every that's day. That's exactly <laughs>
3: correct. That's right. <laughs>
2: Like it wasn't even in your face. It was just like, by the way, in case you had forgotten, yeah. <laughs> the Wind Waker soundtrack, super great.
1: <laughs> slow <day I> <laughs> take,
0: <laughs>
2: slow It was even just like a video from the from the game, and I was like, nice.
0: You, you haven't posted your blog
1: post yet. <laughs>
2: so I was oh like, damn. oh shit, I'll do it. <laughs> okay,
1: well,
0: uh... Wind
2: Waker soundtrack, it's great. Listen to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no shit.
2: So we can start with Makar's prayer. No, you know what? Let's start with. Yeah, well, Here let's, we start, go. With, let's start with Dragon just, Roost let's Island. Let's just start from zero zero. Well, let's just play, right. play. Just play through. Just, just, let's just play the whole thing. just play the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so why does so this one stick out? This in your is going to be Dragon Roost Island. So, in um, really the overall soundtrack from Wind Waker, really sticks out in my mind from all the other Legend of Zelda games, I think largely because of the setting. So, because you're on this great sea, you're on the ocean, I feel like the overall tone is very different and distinctive from the other games. So, Dragon Roost Island. Like is one of the more standout tracks from, obviously, Dragon Roost Island. And I feel like it contains just this overall, not tropical, just kind of this otherworldly kind. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, let's just listen to
1: it. Okay, because yeah, I, I would chime in. Ready. I, have, yeah. I haven't listened yeah, to this. i, have, I, have, so I actually, Mogans inspired soundtrack. me to listen to the Wind Waker soundtrack. And I listen to it often.
2: It's good, it's isn't it? It's really see, fantastic. in case you needed a reminder, case, this is it. It's great. Yes. So let's listen to Dragon Roost and see what you have to say. So, so it almost has like a, flute. a Spanish flair to it. It, yeah, it does. That's yeah, does. what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, like, 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 like more maybe Latin American mm-hmm. or Central American. Like it's got, it might be those clappy thingies. I don't know what they're yeah, called. Yeah, they be. you got like that the snaps. Snaps. I don't but know what But it still very
0: much has, I mean, maybe it's because I'm looking at a picture of a boat on the, on the, the cover art here for the song, but, but I mean, you would it, think it, it of very it much anyways. has an, a nautical yeah. feel to mm-hmm. it. it. I does. feel like
2: you would think of that type of setting regardless, which is arguably the indicator of a really good soundtrack. Right. Like mm-hmm. when we listen to the two mandolins, what do I think of? Medieval setting. Right. Yeah. When right. you listen That's to Dragon, dragon Roost, you're like, oh gosh, what magical island am I on now? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. probably a big red dragon at the top of this volcano. Oh mm-hmm. look, there is.
1: Open its vacant. roost. Up yes. in its roost. It's the flute that does it for me. That makes I am the nautical sucker for Flutes, woodwinds. Sort of kind of on the front of the ship with your hand,
3: yeah. over your eyes, looking out <laughs> looking across through the sea. Looking through the fog. Sea. Yes. Yeah. Da, da, for places unknown. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what Wind yeah. Waker
2: is all about. Real sense it's all of about excitement and mystery. Yeah, exploration. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So Beautiful.
2: That's that's one of the tracks okay. from them. And by the way, the composer, there are actually like four different composers for the Wind Waker soundtrack, but oh, the yeah. only one I know by name is Koji Kondo, <laughs> and he does a lot of the Legend of Zelda music. Oh, God.
0: What it's also got in the description here uh, Kenta Nagata. Hajime Wakai, and Toru Menegishi.
2: That was good.
1: Those are all great names.
2: Yeah, those are all really good names. All probably very good composers of other things that I'm not familiar with. And then the other track we can go to is Makar's Prayer. So Makar is arguably the uh, most pleasant and helpful little companion you get throughout the game. He's only with you for a short time, but he's adorable. He's a little forest tree sprite creature called a Korok, Mm. and this is his prayer. Of course.
1: The Koroks. The Koroks. Duh.
2: So I I'm, like that. Wow. I like that a lot. The, the, yeah, go ahead. I listen to the looped version of this just on endless repeat. Is that how long
1: it is? Zoyan no, just... so,
2: so Makar's actual prayer is, in fact, just that long. Okay. So he's literally playing his sage song mm. because, as it turns out later in the game, oh, spoiler alert, Makar is actually the reincarnation of one of the sages who guard the temple of, I forget if it's actually a wind or earth, but um, so he guards the temple and to basically imbue the Master Sword with the power of his sageness, I guess. Mm. That's the song he plays. So the whole idea is that him and the other sage medley, th- through music, through the magic of music, they're imbuing the Master Sword with this power to repel evil. Mm. So that's his prayer that he plays when he's actually trying to uh, reawaken part of the Triforce, basically.
1: Me and Jarrett both had similar actions when the... Uh, when mel- vocals <sighs> came in into the background. That was very unexpected. Yeah, I did no, not it think that it would work that it,
0: well. It, it got this one was interesting because again, it keeps that nautical but it also but it still also had almost had a a I got I got a sense of like um it almost reminded me of the Braveheart soundtrack a little bit. Mm. So like a little bit of a Scottish yes, Highland a a, sound, yeah. so yeah. Highland yeah. Flair. you know. That yeah. That Highlands, yeah. those two fiddles, those two fiddles going and then a, like a, a a little like a beat coming mm-hmm. in the end Great like a momentum. Bum. Cuz at that
1: Mm. So it's I, amazing. It's, it's a good point that, to that make about me. Zelda that Zelda incorporates music in the game world yeah. just as tasks to do as well as the soundtrack. You know, music obviously is not just something they kind of wrap around the game. It's no. inside the yeah. game, which right. is very interesting. Right. Someone important.
2: was making a joke the other day and they were like, you know, of all of the classes that you can be within games, they were like, think about it. Link is a bard. Yeah, that's his class. Totally. His yeah, bard totally. class. He could be warrior, but no, he's a bard. Musician. He's a terrific musician. <laughs> he really, is. think of all the instruments he plays. I know,
0: I know. It. He just gets out there. I know. <laughs>
2: and I mean, through Wind Waker itself, your entire role as Link is you're the conductor. You're, you're the composer. You have your Wind Waker that you use to conduct other people in their music. So like, it's the whole crux of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So and therefore, the, the music is has to be very it, important to this It's astounding. It. Mm-hmm. Um, they play it at, uh, they play a lot of the tracks from Wind Waker at um, Symphony of the Goddesses, which is coming to us in June and 23rd. We need go. We should go. We we
1: totally to go. go. That's
0: so I looked,
2: it's, it's, it's actually like
0: 20 bucks
1: a ticket. ticket yeah, we, 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 totally we should go. We should go.
2: So, and yeah, I'm just <laughs> yes. like, it's the best game. There. Zelda, er,
1: uh, Morgan has her Zelda <laughs> My Triforce, Triforce earrings. Ear yeah, they're and pretty right fantastic. they nice. pretty cool.
2: In honor of Wind Waker, yeah. arguably the best of the series. Controversial opinion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. It, always has, it
1: always has been a
0: controversial opinion. <laughs> well, like that, like that makes me want to play it. A I lot.
2: know, right? Who could even play the other games? They're all trash compared to this one. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> and it's your number three.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <moving on. laughs> that's number
0: three. <laughs> what is this, Madland? Wait, where
2: Shots fired. <laughs> 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 all right, but we can move on. So that's number three.
1: Okay, so you, guys are <laughs> at me. you always
2: look so unprepared.
1: I am because al- I'm always, <laughs> You're always unprepared. Deer in always the headlights, unprepared. But I, we are going to now take a departure from those d- type that the aesthetic of music that we have just been listening to. This is a very different style. Yeah, I'm
0: excited about this.
1: Yeah. So when I was thinking about my number three, I knew it was going to either be between these three and the two that did not get picked. But I can have as honorable mentions were Crazy Taxi and oh. Sonic Adventure, both oh. for Dreamcast. This nice. third game that I did pick is ultimately is also for Dreamcast as well. And I think there is a great. The, 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 if there was a sound for the Dreamcast, it would be some sort of merger between these sort of games. I think they had a real. You know, we're talking early two thousands. We're we're, tra- we're getting into more electronic music. There's a there's a fusion of pop, rock, heavy metal, electronic, rap. You know, all these different things are really coming together. And I've uh, before I get into my soundtrack, there's a quote about it from Vice, and um, this is how it describes the music of the game. It's energetic, rhythm heavy, and defiant. An electric mixture of hip-hop, dance-pop, ska, Japanese rock, a multicultural mel- melange of youth culture, and an impressible, joyful sense of revolution. Every moment thrums to its soundtrack, which is, on the default settings, emphasized almost more than the in-game sounds, positioning it as a central consideration of play. A lot of words there. Yeah. A lot and of words. <laughs> big description for a game that I love playing and it's um Jet Set Radio. Nice. Jet Set Radio is such a phenomenally cool game where you rollerblade around these kind of cell shaded levels and you do spray you spray paint stuff, you do tricks. It's like a merge between Tony Hawk and um
2: You're just a run-of-the-mill hooligan. You are. But
1: you got these it's it's very kind of you're in Tokyo and it's got you got these cool headphones yeah. on. It has that early two thousands Japanese culture that's really yeah. funky and exciting and bright I feel and bright. like
2: at least aesthetically because of its cel-shaded nature much like Wind Waker it's held up pretty well it, like know, if you it's go a back a and look way. at it it's clearly dated but you're like yeah it's yeah, still right. it act- because it's so graphic it doesn't turn and, you off the yeah, it's so like really awesome. graphic to be real. and pop art it's, more of a it's like oh this is representation great. or impression
1: yeah. than like realistic yeah. And, yeah. yeah so you're right and I was watching footage of it it looks great it looks yeah. like it would still be a lot of fun to play which I haven't played in a while I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that I heard that it's getting remastered or something it's got I, I wouldn't call it a cult following because there's enough. It's more than a cult, but there's a big following for it. If somebody wants to <laughs> fact check me on it's that, like. Yeah, um, but the songs that I'm picking the two. Um, the composer is uh, Hideki Naganuma. If I'm saying, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, but let's start with one. This song is kind of the quintessential for me, at least, Jet Set Radio song. Okay, and it's called Humming the Baseline.
2: Yeah, yeah, seriously. Right. Like I just want this soundtrack stuff. now, to, like
0: for when I go to the gym. <laughs> like you guys you're you're
2: it, the,
1: the, all the songs on the soundtrack have that similar vibe. They're oh. mixing and matching so many different styles and genres of music. It's really, yeah. it's really fun.
0: Yeah, when it started I said it sounded like kind of like it gave me like it sounded like it was Beastie Boys mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah, it sounds
1: like Beastie, sounds like, like it's got the Scott drums, it's got some DJ scratching in there. And, and whenever I hear this music, I just see my I can see the characters just rollerblading around these <laughs> these cities through pedestrians and like doing tricks. It's it's super mellow and it's a lot of fun. I really love the entire soundtrack. But that for for whatever reason is the one that makes me think of the game more than the other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, I, don't, I don't know if it was. I mean, it's a great menu.
2: introduction. It I is. haven't heard any of the rest of the soundtrack, but that like gives me a really good idea of what the game what I'm in and, for. and
1: you mentioned that it's like Splatoon. It actually <laughs>
2: does. So like listening to that, it reminds me of Splatoon. And I was, uh, we, while we were listening to it, I was like, huh? They also go around cityscapes <laughs> and paint stuff. It's the same game. <laughs>
1: same game, <laughs> repackaged.
2: Repackaged.
1: New Jet Set Radio for the new era. <laughs> um. So the other song that I decided to pick, though, is is actually even a pretty large departure from that. It's each song is really has its own feel and can kind of be placed on its own. So this one is no exception. It's called "Grace and Glory," and
2: I mean even the title.
1: And I I know. And I was going through the soundtracks. I I don't remember like when this comes into play. During Are we the game. going to
2: church in the game to <laughs> repent for Wait our till sins? you guys hear this. Till all you the hear vandalism? This. Damn
1: teens! In their damn teens! And, and you talk about Zelda like music being a part of the in-game component this is the jet set radio is an actual radio station that is a huge component of the game it's got dj k professor and he often comes on he talks about the music he's going to play the mu- you know this is no coincidence that the music sounds like this and is is so incorporated into the game so this is uh, grace and glory which is a little bit different oh.
0: I'm gonna have to give this one a listen. Like, when all the way
2: percussion through. kicks in there, it's like, oh, now we're cooking with now gas. It's still that jet was set nice, radio, right? Right, but the, like
0: the intro to it with the with the the vocals and everything, it, it it sounds definitely like nothing else like what it the really first song
2: sounded. Kind of sinister. It did. It like, did. And, oh, and, and I gosh. wonder where
1: in the game. There's a couple times we go into the sewers for the game, oh, and I can, and I can almost imagine. You know what's there.
2: funny? I was thinking sewers. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like
1: uh, a sewer revive
2: uh, People are gonna be like, she wasn't thinking sewers. I swear I was.
3: Yeah, she's alive. come on. You
1: shouldn't guess that, <laughs> you didn't. but you can tell it's all about the beats and jet yeah. radio It's all about keeping your energy up and like doing funky trips, tricks to cool songs.
2: But I mean, that track certainly does evoke a dark and scary yeah, type of place. Different. You would I assume wondered, that you're wondered, probably kind of go to underground sides. or in a haunted church. Yes. Who knows where? Cathedrals. All kinds of scary stuff.
1: Yeah. 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 Jet Set Radio. That's what I wanted to start off with. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, have nice. to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna the whole thing now. Jet Set like, Feature Radio or whatever, is Jet just it's a sequel. Oh, that's got some great stuff too. I didn't even know
2: yeah. there was a sequel. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anyways, what I found, I couldn't in- actually find proof that there's gonna be a remake. Okay.
0: I I could have just totally like seen I found somewhere some that signed.
2: Some, oh that, that might be what <laughs> I'm thinking of
0: then. That yeah, might be what I'm thinking of.
2: Go sign the petition, we'll get a remake. you
0: want it back. All right. So we will jump now into my number two, which is now this one. I think this might have actually been one when I first heard it. I did not. I had not yet played the game. And I I think at this point I had only seen the trailer and gotten a small taste of the music that was in this game. And even in a trailer, which trailers normally have excellent music anyway. Mm. But I saw the trailer for this one and I was immediately like, holy shit. What is this? When is this? When can I play it? When can I listen to the rest of the soundtrack? <laughs> and it is Deus Ex Human Revolution, hmm. which the sequel to this game, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, is coming out later this year. And it's on my list of one of my most anticipated games for this year. And so Michael McCann is the composer of this one. And when this one came out, it won crap ton- Like, it got a ton of attention. Because it had also been several years since there had been a Deus Ex game. Yeah, they're, they're like, I don't I think pump the fir- those out at all. Like, those those, are... like early 2000s was when the last mm. one came out. This one came out in, I believe, 2011. Yeah, they take their time. And so, <laughs> yeah, quite, quite a gap there. <laughs> and so, you know, it was a revitalization of the series, and with it came a revitalization of the music. And this main track... This is exciting. I've I never played uh, these games. Dude, this soundtrack is ridiculously good. And um so the first one I'm gonna play is the main theme, Icarus. And uh this is the one that played during the trailer. And but no, just strap yourselves in. It's it's a good one. Okay, so anyway, played a little bit more of that one. But because it just the whole epic. thing just built and yes, it has this huge epic mm-hmm. feel to it with a strong I'm a, again, I like I said earlier, i sucker for anything with like flutes or woodwinds. I'm also a sucker for anything that's got like a strong vocal backing mm-hmm. the track, you know, not necessarily words, but just like the the chants, uh, mm-hmm. you know, holding the notes and stuff like that. And this this soundtrack is very much in that way. But you know, no, listening to it here even, I got goosebumps again like remembering watching the trailer. This is one that when I listen to it, it very much invokes memories of playing the game for me. It's not one necessarily that I can sit and just listen to while doing other things because it distracts me too much from what, you know, because of it reminds me. And just like it does have that epic driving feel to it. Um, If you haven't played this Deus Ex, it has a very – it's a very much like a a, – it's a conspiracy kind of thing. You, yeah, slow, totally that you slowly that. start, you know, it gives you that sense of like a thriller. And like a, I
1: see like a neon city and on that, fire. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. It's like, everything is a
0: very neon yellow color, not mm-hmm. neon yellow color. Ooh, Advent rising. That is a good one. Oh, wow. Is that kind of what it reminds you of?
2: No, I used to own the advent rising soundtrack. And I was oh. trying to remember, because like this reminded me of it. And yeah. I was like, oh, I used to own that. So it's not the same game, but it's the same series. Mm-hmm. And like you can definitely tell that they kept the core of what the music was from at least the second game. Mm-hmm. So it's still very distinctive. Yeah. And like if you had listened to any of the older soundtracks and heard this, you'd be like, oh man, that, that's Deus Ex. Yeah. Yeah, that's There's right no point. way it can't be anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but just revamped and, re- and re-pumped up. And man, that one that one's always... All, like gets me going. That one is actually on my workout playlist. Even though I it's mean, not you, like, definitely you know knows it's just like you know what I mean. You're it's but you're like, headed
2: to the mission, whatever the mission is. Exactly. You know what it right. is, but and it's, it's
0: going to be big, dangerous.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's dangerous and bad.
0: Th- <laughs> and so no, I listen to this. <laughs> <It's just, bad. laughs> I listened to the soundtrack a ton before the game came out, and then I still listen to it very a whole lot even now. And I have played the game. I love that game, and that's another reason why I'm very excited for this new one because it was one of the first things they announced when they said, "Hey, we got a new Deus Ex game coming out." And guess what? Michael McCann is back for the soundtrack. Hey. It's like sold. That's all I needed to know there you go nice uh and so this other track i really i just wanted to play this one just to give like another taste of kind of mm-hmm. the stuff this is one where you're in hong kong at one point of the game and you go to this club called the hive and this is just the music that's in the background of it
1: That one's cool too. That's really, that's so like slow motion walking through a club. Yeah. Yeah. Dresses and like drinks. And <laughs> like, but, drinks uh, but, but everyone's but a like criminal. Looking, you're like looking through it for everybody, looking yeah. for your target and all yeah, so that. I no, very know. much so. And then, like very I said, it's, so.
0: it's, it's, it's in set. This club is in Hong Kong. And mm. so the vocals change because now they have a very Asian feel mm-hmm. and influence to how the vocals sound. And it just, it's, it's just a nice example of how it molds to the setting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That you're in because you go to a couple different places, but like the, the you spend a lot of time in Hong Kong and stuff like that, and that and so and you spend a lot of time in this club too because you have a couple contacts there. You have to complete <laughs> a couple unwind. missions. You're from trying there. to get your party unwind. on. Unwind. Yeah, I know. Yeah, You've had a stressful time. You've had a stressful time. It's time to unwind do some
2: dancing, bit. maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah. So no, sex, cool. excellent soundtrack. Michael McCann, give it a listen. So Zach or no.
1: Oh, Whoa. it doesn't matter. No, what if oh, we it reversed, doesn't reversed matter? it? Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. Okay, we'll what reverse it. we we'll you <laughs> I don't care. Whoever. You, you guys... already said, Zach, but We
2: ruined it. it. You guys can about it. But
1: then we just heard my voice not too long ago. Let's go with Mogan. Let's keep okay, it up. Okay. You know, let's keep it We'll fair. keep it in. We'll keep it in. Yeah.
2: So, oh, God,
1: what Hell, we talking no, about? Now no, I'm not I'm not prepared. Failed as the wrong way. I failed to merit
3: for Jarrett.
2: So, Child of Light. Um, Probably, hopefully, people remember me talking about it a while ago. It was a game that I bought because it was on sale because uh, I really had no intention of actually purchasing the game because before I played the game, I just listened to the soundtrack just relentlessly. I mean, this is the kind of music that I listen to at work all the time. I could be cooking, doing anything, any excuse, any, any absence of other sounds. I'll be like, what should I listen to? Child of Light? Great. Put it on. It's just... Every track in the soundtrack is solid gold. Now, some of them are a little bit more fitting for different types of scenarios. So, for example, the first theme that we're going to go with, I really just wanted, it's not even my favorite one, but I wanted to bring it up because it mentions it. Uh,
0: I just want to make sure sticks. that I will pull it.
2: It really sets the tone for the overall game. So we'll start with Aurora's theme. actually the music that does in fact play on the title screen Mm. so like when you first boot up the game and it's the title screen that's the mood for it yeah Mm -hmm. so it's also the main character's theme so the main character aurora that is her overall theme and it feel like it really gives such a good insight into what the game's tone is really going to be there's some other fantastic standout tracks but overall the game is this childlike storybook I was going to Look, say sleepiness. Yeah, it, yeah. because actually Aurora, well, that's really interesting because when you start the game as Aurora, she is in fact waking up. Oh, so she's like there lying on a slab that's like this altar and she wakes up in this other world because mm. technically she is she is dead. Okay. But, but not really. So <laughs> it's kind of like okay. a pseudo <laughs> death kind of thing. So she's literally waking up. So it does have this dreamlike, childlike, mm-hmm. sleeping quality to it. That is very appropriate for the game's tone. It's all about growing up and loss and nostalgia for what's been lost. Because throughout the game, she does in fact grow to be an adult more or less. So like an actual woman, she goes from being a very young child to middle to woman. And so this is basically the start of her journey. And it's such a good look into just how the game is going to make you feel because it's a very emotional game. Mm -hmm. Like you very much feel like when it's over, you're like, Oh man, like it was a good ending, but bittersweet. Mm. Bittersweet is really the word I was looking for. That's the
0: word. I didn't hear that. It actually reminds me a whole lot of the soundtrack for Valiant Hearts.
2: Oh really? Yeah, we haven't even hmm. gotten to that soundtrack yet.
0: No, it's it's not on my list. It's okay. a, it's a really good one though because it's it has that same feel like nice. a, like we talked about in, when I was in the, uh, couple <laughs> the of episodes shovel incident. Shovel incident. Gotta the watch out for the shovel. <laughs> <incident>. <laughs> the it's shovel a, a very uh, it's it's a very kind of melancholy game too, yeah. and so it has that very strong feel like the very slow. Uh, slow strings and yeah. um, but instead of in this case you know it's like a violin or cello and in, in child of light in in valiant yeah. hearts it's a it's a piano that's played very melodically actually
2: it's the majority awesome. of the tracks from so- child of light are very heavy on piano flute and string oh
0: so it's actually probably very similar to so hearts the next
2: though. one that we're going to play is a huge departure from that so it's actually jupiter's lightning mm. i've heard a couple of people call it a different thing i guess maybe it might be due to the translation because it's been translated into a bajillion different languages so that might be part of why but jupiter's lightning is actually one of the battle themes this is i want to preface this this isn't even a boss theme this is a regular battle theme that i think you run into on the planes section of the game so let's play this and see your eyes bulge out of your brains (laughs) Jupiter's
0: lightning. That's awesome. How
2: different is that That's from Aurora's so, theme? Because it's the
0: Aurora's theme is so melodic and, like you said, melancholy. And this one is so epic. This
1: this is very, and there's very yeah. uh, much sense of a triumph in it. So it's exactly. interesting that it's, when you're fighting people, usually you get a sense of maybe danger in the in the music. Right. This like, is more like keep you're your gonna, toes. Yeah, this is like you're gonna win. This remind me of like an Olympic.
2: Do we have time for just one other counterpoint? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to to juxtapose that against one of the more desperate sounding Mm -hmm. themes, let's go to "Yes, Metal Gleamed in the Twilight." Let's just listen to a little bit of this one. Mm
0: Yeah, that no one different. does have a very much a more of a
2: desperate kind of the tone. horde to approaches. Yeah. It. yeah, it's like oh god. So <laughs> that actually run. is a battle, a boss battle theme. Okay. So that's one of the ones that only plays when you're like when that music starts because you can usually hear the music before you see the battle. So like you know it's coming and then mm, you hear the music and you're like oh shit
3: yeah fuck we're we're fucked like get ready get ready yes. get ready yes. oh, shoot, shoot, shoot.
2: it really does it makes you like brace yourself and. So it's just such a different style of music from what the overall game is. The battle themes are extremely like heart pounding. Mm-hmm. Like if you're imagining me playing games, I'm leaning back against my futon and then this music starts And I'm immediately waiting for it. I'm like, oh, shit, shit, fuck.
3: Gotta pay attention now. I can't (laughs) can't just be Oh,
2: Jesus. So this is actually all composed by Beatrice Martin. And she does have a stage name, which is in French. And I'm not even going to try to say it for fear of embarrassing myself. So she is a Canadian composer from Quebec. So that's where the French stage name comes from. And she actually played the vast majority of the actual parts. So all the piano and violin, I think that's all her. She's extremely talented. talented. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the, um, battle themes that have all of that overlaying orchestral pieces, they actually did commission a full orchestra to do those.
1: Unbelievable. And it's just like, uh, ah,
2: like I would pay to see, so I would pay so many dollars (laughs) to see this in person. I know. I can probably only see it in Canada.
1: (laughs) Damn Canada.
0: Damn
2: Canadians.
1: You guys, I remember both were listening to this soundtrack at one point. You oh, got it's me beautiful. involved, and yeah, I started listening to it as well. It's
0: this is really one that I haven't wonderful. played the game for. Me neither. It's me neither. You don't to. even have
2: to play the it's game. A you can just no, to it's a wonderful soundtrack. No, it's like your
0: music on its own stands by itself. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, Jupiter's Lightning is the theme that plays for small fry battles, not even big stuff, and you still get that super deep feeling of, oh man, shit's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to get my act together. And, and the title, just,
1: Jupiter's Lightning. I know. Like, come on. That's a hit single. You that know it's going to be great. <laughs> it singles hit the number one charts on yeah, Billboard. Jupiter's landing, very nice.
0: So, Zach, what is right. your number two?
1: So, I have talked about this game um, a lot more in depth in our first episode when we did our favorite games of all time, and I mentioned the composer, our main man, Jeremy Saul. Oh yeah, who we love dearly because he has done so many great soundtracks throughout his career. Um, this comes from the first. Elder Scrolls game that I played, not the first game, but the first one that I played, and that was Oblivion. And I know I've talked about it before in depth, um, but the soundtrack is. In talking about soundtracks and, and coming to this episode, I had a, the realization that not the realization, but just the confirmation of how important music. Oh my God! Sorry. Yeah, let's just start something it. was no something else was already playing, and
0: I got to <laughs> and I was turning it back up. Sorry.
1: Uh, how important music is for shaping the way I experience a game and then remember a game. Uh, I often uh, compare Oblivion to Skyrim, and I've had many comparisons. I think Skyrim is a really wonderful game. But if I would put the soundtrack side by side, Oblivion has a magic little touch in the soundtrack, that sucks me back in so much more than Skyrim. So
2: quick question, were they both composed by Soul? I believe
1: so, yes. Oh, okay. But very different atmosphere. Skyrim, nice. and I've said this before, but Skyrim is much more drum-banging and, and kind of loud and, and very ferocious. And Bombastic. Dra- you're going to kill dragons. Like, go. <laughs> like, All right. Which is great. I mean, the, the tone is, is what the game needed, but I'm much more a fan, I think like you guys, of sitting in a forest, under a tree, you know, reading a book, (laughs) playing my flute.
2: (laughs) Oh, now we sound lame!
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a magic of just exploration that Oblivion had, and this first song is, you know, I'm pretty sure it's right when you come out the gates, and that's that's a memorable moment that I've always wanted to talk about. I didn't talk about it in our last episode. Opportunity Um, missed. (laughs) I know. I, I thought I should not talk about Oblivion so many times. But you come out the gates, and... It was, for me, the first time I'd played an open world game of this, uh, like just magnitude. It was, it was massive. Yeah. And to come out and the, to hear this music, it wasn't, it, it's not really a go forth kind of song. It's more of a.
2: Come hither? Come hither. It's
1: more of like. <laughs> like, this is the place you're at. This is where you are. This is, there's, there's magic around every sort of corner. And right. so this is called uh, Through the Valleys. About that, and you hear it is there's almost two styles going back and forth, which or overlapping each other. There's the the behind the uh, the kind of the violins kicking up and getting louder and louder towards what you would think would be a really large crescendo, but it really kind of plateaus. Right, it it stays at a very somber, I think, kind of mood, and the flute really helps that too because it's kind of playing over that, and it's it keeps it with it keeps it from exploding. Right, it kind of keeps it in that same realm of. Just lightness, and that's one of the. I, I love that about it.
0: Yeah, no, it, it definitely. That's kind of how, how what I was thinking too, because it starts off, and then you start getting, it, you get that sense that it's building and mm. it's, it's getting. And you an expect net. it to just like become this huge epic score, but it kind of, but it just, it just doesn't quite, quite get there. Exactly,
1: and that's there's a stillness in oblivion. That's good that I like that, that. that exists throughout the whole game. Um, but yeah, that's like that. That that to me is really. The world opening up—it's like a you know a flower opening—and you have this whole wide world to explore. So there is, I guess, a, there is a sense of exploration in that, but it's it's more of a, a tone that exists within the land. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other song that I have is. When I think about it, I think about like sneaking around <laughs> you at night. Love around <laughs> I, love at night. <laughs> I love sneaking around at night. I love sneaking. Whether it's Sam criminal. Fisher or my character in Oblivion, <laughs> I, I've always been a fan of sneaking. There's something, because it has a day night cycle, and when it does get dark, the stars come out and it's like super beautiful. Like, you know, the NPC characters go to sleep. The oh, guards, that's oh, nice. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. And the yeah. guards come up and they kind of patrol half-heartedly, you know. They're, <laughs>
3: half-heartedly. they're tired too.
1: They go take naps, you know, all this whole thing. And... For me, and you don't really. Ha- I don't think you have to sleep in Oblivion. You might to like regain hell. I don't. I don't. I want to say you don't have to. So you can pretty much just do whatever you want, like forever. forever. And <laughs> I have to sleep. Nah, I'm a woulda. And uh, so this to me, so this song is called "All's Well," and this is my coming back to why I like Oblivion over Skyrim, or or just what I like to do in these games. I suppose it really is the walking around, not not fighting, not on a quest, more. Doing whatever I'd kind of want to, and just watching the world go around
2: my favorite thing to do in games nothing nothing <laughs> I, like I just to like to nothing. see the game kind <laughs> yeah. of
1: evolve around me or it's just one it's just a great moment between battles, if you will, but this is called it all is well, and so this is a real feeling that everything's
3: fine
2: it's all good.
1: Ooh, very much. It's
0: that, very, so this is what very, the one you were talking nighttime. about, with like uh, when I was talking about stronghold. That like, yeah, I was like, we're bit. gonna yeah. have a little bit of overlap here. I get that because the same thing. It, it you know, I know Oblivion in the in, uh, what's what's the world? I'm not as familiar with those Tamriel. Games. Tamriel, yeah. yes. You know, I know it's more of a, fan, a kind of a fantasy medieval mm-hmm. setting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But still, they it very much puts that crossover there puts that feel into into it It especially again like got the this one had the light harps
1: going Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. which sounded very nice very soothing and and, and there's so many great options from the Oblivion soundtrack that are epic and then are Sort of, sort of battle oriented but um, the ones that, like I said that keep me really remind me of the game are the, are the songs like that of the melodies like that and right. I see myself for some reason climbing a ladder into a guard's tower and stealing a key <laughs> in order to get into like the guard's like sanctuary and steal something I don't know I, right. thievery is <laughs> always a big part you know, I just like a little it. bit of harp with <laughs> my thiever. I do I, it's, it's like you're. it's almost like you're doing something good yeah. you know it's yeah. like a thievery for the for the better. There's of of the Robin wood Hood. elves, <laughs> justifiable <will rise>. thievery. <laughs> I'm and Robin Hood, it's, and, and it's <laughs> no. nighttime, and the torches are lit, and oh, that's you know people nice. are sleeping. And yeah, you can really you can go in and like steal people's. You can pickpocket <laughs> while, so <laughs> while they're sleeping. You just murder them while they're sleeping. You can, but you know what <laughs> happens when you murder somebody while they're sleeping? An innocent person. What you get a message the next time you go to sleep. <gasps> yeah, you have a dream, a nightmare. Ooh, and You oh wake no. up and there's like a note, and it says you are coming to the Dark Brotherhood. And that's how you get into the Dark Brotherhood. Which oh, oh it's just not like killing; it's like the Assassins Guild. How'd they it's know? Evil. I know that's cool. It's a very, I like it's it. a really great moment because, like, you wake up and it's like you feel a hand upon your face. You know, you are like, <gasps> oh my god,
2: oh god,
1: <laughs> and you <What's laughs> realize, hand doing there. I, I
2: would have freaked out. I would have been like, ah, <sighs> I know.
1: So yes, though, so I had to do those two from Jeremy Soul from Oblivion because they're just they're really really wonderful nice. little pieces.
0: Okay, so moving on to our number ones, I could not, I had to do this soundtrack. And it's it's the Last of Us because yeah. I yes, yes. I know I've talked about it. <laughs> I
1: see the poster over your your head there yeah the, the, yeah for, the that I got with
0: right my uh, with my when I bought the soundtrack on vinyl because mm, that's how much I love it wow hardcore it's so it's good and this is <laughs> one this one is a good soundtrack in and of itself but I think this one is also it's interesting it the relationship with this soundtrack and it's it was composed and I'm probably gonna butcher his name and I apologize but it's uh, uh, Gustavo Santiella. He's Argentinian. <laughs> right he he's he's actually won Academy Awards and stuff for his soundtracks because he's done oh, the soundtracks what? for. Uh, I'm gonna forget now. Uh, Babel and oh, yeah. Twenty One oh. Grams. This, oh, so he a works 100. with too. Yeah. yeah, he works with Enrico yes, yes. a lot. Oh wow! And so he did the soundtrack for The Last of Us, and the relationship of the music to this game is w- interesting. In that, I think it's they can both be enjoyed separately, hmm. but put them together, you have to put them together to get the full effect, like to understand mm-hmm. what's happening and to understand the the feeling and the emotion behind the music. Because the soundtrack is very subtle. It doesn't have, there are some, which I'll play one, like very, you know, passionate songs in this and with a with, that are more, that are more bold. But for the most part, they are just very like subtle cues, very few instruments in it. But when it's, but that's, so that's why I mean when it's layered with the game is when it really has its punch because it's, it's this, it's this solitary feeling, you know, you feel the, uh, the alone like Joel and Ellie are feeling in the game and things like this. And you feel the desperation and the, and the loss that, that they feel through these like subtle cues and the music. And so the first one I'm going to play is not my, is not my, my favorite one from this. I'm going to start with one that is more of even like of one that's supposed to take place during an action scene. And it's, uh, it's called smugglers. And again, it's very, I mean, we'll, we'll listen to it before I go into it, but it's, it's one of the more, uh, subtle, but it's even in one of the action parts of the game. (laughs)
1: That's one of my favorite ones we've heard today. Yeah, I what? really, I, I,
2: what? How dare you? you Spitting in my face?
1: No, that's good. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's got a really interesting tone. Well, it's, because like one of you said when we were listening, to it, it's got, it's got a western
0: sound mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. but it also has like a very like I like how it, it, it's that metallic twang yeah, everything metallic has to twang, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like there's uh, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm gonna stumble over my words trying to describe it more than that. But just mm-hmm. like how it's got that sound to it. But even then, it's similar into the what the intro to the first song you play from Oblivion mm-hmm. where you feel like it's going to escalate into this big thing but, it's but it stays, stays muted it, it's,
3: it's, for
2: being know, an action track it is very subtle it
0: yeah. is
1: but yeah. you do get the sense of, like traveling movement yeah. and this know, one I, on I, if way. i if
0: i remember correctly when this plays Ellie is kidnapped by some she runs away mm-hmm. uh, from Joel and uh, Joel goes and chases after her, and then they get like ambushed by some of the some of the uh, like bad guys and stuff. Gotcha. And so like Joel's trying to rescue her and, and everything and and at the same time, trying to fight off these guys who are chasing them. And all that, and so it's it's a tense moment, but it's it, but you get that feel, and they're they're even on horseback, I believe.
3: Oh, now, so you now kinda, that makes okay, kind of yeah, sense. Kinda, that's where
0: the the mm-hmm, Western tie mm-hmm, kind of comes okay. into there, and so that's just an example. And like some of these, like some of the songs on here aren't really all that long. The majority of the songs are under two minutes long, hmm. but they all are that are a very simple
3: mm-hmm.
1: theme to it, like that. So Though it was very multi layered too. I mean, I heard the fair amount of yeah. and instruments in there. So yeah. what's
2: interesting, you know, the clicking part that's kind of like. Hmm. Just that, yeah, there was percussion thing, yeah. thing that that's kind of under the whole Ding. thing that actually reminds me of the clickers. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I feel like that's that that like was very of evocative of like the environment at large. So yeah. that's that's nice. it's
0: it's great. Now this last one, this is my favorite one from the whole soundtrack, and coincidentally, it's called "The Last of Us." But um, because this is the one, so if you'll remember from my from couple episodes back when mm-hmm. I talked about the ending of The Last of Us. Oh, yes.
3: Very and everything. Which
0: if you want to go back and listen, I don't necessarily have the time to go back into it again here. But <laughs> so this you've gone through this huge emotional climax to this game. You're sitting there, having you know, taking all in what has just happened and understanding fully the sacrifice that Ellie has gone through, understanding the sacrifice that Joel has gone through and the decisions that led up to the to the end. You know, and at the end of it, you know, Joel Ellie makes Joel promise that he did everything and she's done everything that she could to help stop this. And Joel says, you know, yes, I swear. And then Ellie says, okay. And then it cuts to black and this song starts. So it just it just punches in. and just reinforces it. And it's one of those things. It's almost like a couple of times it had the same effect for me for those movies where you see something. Uh, like the one that stands out is American Sniper. At the very end of it, you know, the credits, there's no music. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just complete silence. Mm-hmm. And you just sit there and are allowed to like soak in everything that you saw mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and like the emotion of the whole film and everything. Yeah. That's kind of how this track is for me, even though there's music, music and not, not silent. It sounds like you've been through a lot.
3: Yeah. With that song. I feel
2: like it really conveys kind of the warped ending, because it sounds... You get the feeling from the music that, well, we won, but did we? Yeah, it's very ambiguous. It's not... Yeah.
1: It's what really happened. I mean,
2: I would really say that parts of it sound very sinister. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. well, technically, me and Ellie are cool, but sorry, everybody else. Every, yeah. Everybody else is doomed. Well, and,
0: and that is kind of that whole that whole sound is the main motive of the soundtrack, and mm-hmm. so you hear that reoccur several times. Nice. But just in, you hear especially, footsteps in there too. You yeah. Hear those footsteps? yeah, yeah. And so right. it's just very much just like a. I, it just it just hits home, and it mm-hmm. just hits home so strong. And it's one of the strongest. You know, I will listen to music and I'll get goosebumps and things like that. But uh, and everything from it, from especially like if the, if it just hits that right epic. You know, that just chord in my mind of like of everything and then was, you know sin chills and stuff like that but this one it's the whole package of the game and what it gives and so it's one similar to deus ex how i listen to it and it reminds me of the game and reminds me of what i felt in the game and that's why it really mm-hmm. i think that's more why it really stands out because it's not it's not anywhere on the epic scale of some mm-hmm. of the other ones like like deus ex and stuff like that that we've talked about um but still so it packs it's just a lot of emotion it packs emotion yeah. and i think that's why i like it so mm-hmm. much um, and then they came out with another soundtrack for the DLC left behind for that one that explores Ellie's friendship with Riley, her best friend that she is with before she meets mm-hmm. Joel. And so, and that one also has some really great themes too. Cool. So we should give both of them a listen, but that is why it is my number one.
2: Nice. I dig it. Those very are very, nice. very
0: good. So, Morgan, what is your number
2: one? Well, I already said it before. It's Journey. <laughs> that's oh, right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. If you were listening carefully, <laughs> if you didn't even have to listen carefully. <laughs> it was stated very clearly. <laughs> so, the Journey soundtrack is arguably one of the ones that I probably revisit with the most frequency. So Journey is the kind of soundtrack where, so Jupiter's Lightning from Child of Light. We were joking while it was playing that that's the kind of music I listen to when I'm trying to get shit done so that it plays. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, I gotta do crap. (laughs) Journey is what you play when you're trying to do the exact opposite. Journey is what I go to when I'm trying to calm down. Like if something has happened and I'm just like, ah, I'm feeling really anxious. I need some way to come back down from this level. Journey is what I play. So let's start. Just with the opening, the opening thing, opening, I can't even yeah, say again, it, it's theme. Taste. So this is nascence. So that's a pretty good mm-hmm. intro. Pixel. It
1: is, it is. So that's
2: just to give you a slight it
1: feels barren.
2: Exactly. And Empty. you are, obviously, um, for anyone who has never played Journey, you are in the desert.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: the next Wind. track that plays, so let's let me let me backtrack a little bit. So Journey is composed by Austin Wintery. Now, arguably, based on his Twitter, seems like the coolest dude <sighs> on the planet. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that you could just have have a good time with and be like, yay, friendship and stuff. So the Journey soundtrack is actually meant to be, on a standalone basis, the album that I listen to is pretty separated from the game. Because the game, when you're playing it, the soundtrack was very intentionally built to be highly reactive. So what you do in-game triggers the music that plays. Hmm. So there are some tracks that are on the album that depending on whether or not you did the right thing in the game, you might never even have heard them. So there are definitely ones that play throughout, but they're very, very subtle. Usually the music only kicks in when something is actually happening. Like if you're just walking around the desert, that's not what's playing. So on its own, the album is an extremely strong standalone Mm. because it was made to be a separate thing from the actual game. So there's even a Journey Live. I've heard about that, So So uh, they actually talk about the struggle of making Journey Live happen at all because how do you present a game with gameplay on screen where what you do triggers what happens. Mm -hmm. So they basically had to get a special type of game that didn't even have music attached to it. Sony gave them one with like no music. Here you go. Mm. And that's how they were able to play it live and kind of coordinate it to happen where specific tracks are meant to be played by the orchestra in real time, which is crazy. That's a crazy thing to try to do. So the next one that we would, I hope the whole thing is relatively short. Let's go to the call. So this is technically the very first track that plays in-game during the opening, opening cutscene, more or less. that's happening. You're basically aerial view over the desert, starting the game for the first time, and it's this lone cello that starts out, and that's actually Tina Guo on the cello. Mm -hmm. You may have actually heard of her before. She's done a lot of stuff. Like, she's one of the more famous cello players I can think of. She's been... In quite a few different live shows, I think that her and Austin Wintery are actually friends, like in real life, which makes sense because she's insanely talented. Mm -hmm. So The Call is that very first song. And I even love the title, The Call.
1: I know. To me, it felt like something would be
3: rising out of the ground. In the
2: game, in the distance, you're progressing toward this mountain that has like a light beaming out of it from this crevice in this mountain. And you're progressing through the desert, through this ruined civilization towards this mountain. And the call starts you on that journey. And it's just like, what a perfect track. And I think Wintery actually describes it as, it's this lone cello that is meant to be you, the player. Mm -hmm. You're the cello. Mm -hmm. And then this orchestra and this crescendo kind of joins you and builds and builds and builds and then boom, drops off. And that's when you actually see for the first time your character, this red hooded, red scarfed character. And it's just like this blank slate, like this empty Mm -hmm. absence of music. And it's like, oh, that's me. And it's this big emotional build to just wipe you clean mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is, this is the game. Now yeah, we can cleanse start. Close the palate. Yeah, exactly, game. exactly. And it really does a good job of evoking the overall sense of maybe other people read it differently. But I read Journey as very much being about loss. Hmm. And it's just like not necessarily loss in a bad way just kind of loss and mystery and rediscovery of a lost civilization which is what journey is you're progressing through this th- through the ruins of a civilization that is no more and you have no idea how old they are or what happened to well you get some ideas later in the game but i don't want to spoil it so you get this sense that something really bad happened here but you don't know what so it's just this very sad look into the past and you're going god what happened yeah and the soundtrack does a fantastic it just does it so well.
0: This is one one that I've been really wanting to play for a long time because yeah, I know I haven't played it. Like yet. it, it, I feel it bad. just came on sale a like, and this feels really shitty of me to say, but that it was on sale and that's when I bought it. But it was, uh, and that's th- why
2: I bought Child of Light. Yeah, so <laughs> no shame, go. no
0: shame. And so it's I'm very interested to get into this. And the, and again, like the soundtrack, I love I love the feel of it and I love the like the mood that it inspires. So I know just from those little tidbits, I'm
1: probably gonna mm-hmm. love this game yeah, yeah I heard it's amazing. very much like no direction you don't get a lot of direction. their of what...
2: whole goal was to make you cry <laughs>
1: <laughs> well right, but but like as a, just a gameplay uh component, you, you really do don't have, have
2: you have a little bit of direction yeah, like okay. you know sort of where you're going, but you, but you don't know you really drive on. the action okay like, so yeah. you 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 basically make your own decisions to an extent i really i've heard some I mean, it's a plays. short game, so there's not that much that you can go into, mm-hmm. but you get the feeling that you have all the control,
0: mm. yeah. Nice. I love it. Nice. It's amazing. Very good. So, Zach, bring us home with your number one.
1: My number one comes from... Franchise that is near and dear to me that I've talked about many times on this podcast, but never specifically this game.
2: And I would like to chime in. This is my co number one.
1: This is Mogan. Yeah, yeah, I think Mogan. In might, spirit, might have inspired, in spirit. You might have even triggered this because this is a game I played a long time ago when it first came out. And I, I, me and a lot, I think a lot of other people overlooked it. It was during a time, and this is from the Halo franchise. And this is uh, during a time when Halo was humongous, the games were long, epic, and um, progressing towards this kind of crescendo that ended the whole franchise and in this game which is odst sprung up as you didn't know if it was a whole game if it was some sort of side game that bungie was releasing (laughs) three odst it's halo three yeah odst so but 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 it takes place during halo 2 it's 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 has the halo 3 engine but it takes place during what happened in new manbasa at the beginning slash middle of halo 2 and you had it kind of left you with a weird feeling in your mouth because you're like, I don't know if this is something that Bungie's kind of spitting out or how much time do they put in this? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But now, in retrospect, I think I'm not alone in this. It's gained a really great following. And like a lot of people are like, wow, this is actually one of the more atmospheric and really, really fascinating looks at the Halo universe. And the music in this game encompasses what i think is criminally overlooked in the halo franchise and that is a a a tone of melancholy hopelessness loss that exists in halo but i don't think that's what it's really known for and i think that's 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 what i i've always really liked halo Mm -hmm. for and master chief specifically and I remember we got, uh, got an argument, not an argument, but with, uh, on Facebook with, uh, with Dylan? Brandon. Brandon. I was getting all the guys confused. <laughs> Brandon. And, and we were talking about uh, Samus versus Master Chief. And, and one of my arguments with why I like Master Chief so much is, is yeah, he's not the most dynamic of characters, but what he represents is like biblical. He really is this last hope for humanity. Yeah. And, and there's so many religious undertones that seep through the franchise. And what ODST does that I think Halo in general. Like I said, seeps in is this l- l- sense of loss and hopelessness and backs against the wall. And Halo Reach did this very well too. But you get the sense that you're not going to win. You you really or you really you, the odds are against you. And Odst is seeped in this nighttime rain, heavy New Mombasa, and it's a destroyed city. the 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 ship has gone into slip space and like back just like half destroyed it and the Covenant are coming in to clean everything up. So it's, it's drenched in enemies and you are not master chief in ODST. You are a regular soldier and you do not jump as high. You cannot throw grenades as far. You take less damage, you know, all these things. <laughs> yeah. You really feel it too. And, and the music is this film noir, Jazzy, it's mixture.
2: Gold. Yeah,
3: it's, it's really real beautiful. Solid. It, Having it, never
2: played the game, everything you just said is already what I was thinking. Yeah, because it's, it does it does such a good job. It does of putting you where you're meant to be mm-hmm. in the game. It's fantastic. You, you, you just
1: don't know where to go a lot of the time. Uh, <laughs> the atmosphere just, is wonderful. The atmosphere is is what makes the game, and I think it's what it's really remembered for. And the soundtrack specifically. And and we can start with Neon Night, and that is just when you're the, playing as the rookie. You're it's through the night. And you're you're looking up clues like a detective of what's happening. What happened to my uh, fellow soldiers? No. Good, right, that's super good because it's it is really such a huge
0: difference from what the rest of the Halo it is, even is.
1: Yeah, it's done by Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore, mm-hmm. these are the two guys, or at least especially Martin O'Donnell, who have been with uh, Bungie for a long time when the Halo was around, right? And um, you in the visualization is obviously these city streets, nighttime crumbling buildings, but also dropships. Like floating menacingly, like mm. whales in the sky, mm. and you know, filled with covenant, and they're right. ready to drop them off around the next corner, and they're, and it's not like you you have plenty of battles but they're never like a clash they're never just head on like when you're chief it's very much easy to run into like 10 12 elites and some grunts and just go ape that's shit breakfast like, for yeah, chief i yeah. know and, like that's like, yeah but this is like i'm going to have to hide behind a mailbox <laughs> and try to figure out how the best way to attack these guys and it's and and it's so fun and it's so mysterious too. Yeah. Um, and the other one is the the opening. It's it's the it's what is Odst as far as the soundtrack Perfect goes. Opening. It's the yeah, it's the overture, and it's the first song on the soundtrack, and it's wonderful. Yeah. It really it really helps set Mm-mm. the atmosphere that you were talking about. It does,
0: and I love that you it, it even has those those slight it's allusions the, to that old to the it other is, Halo that, soundtracks. This,
1: this one specifically is Halo-ish. You know, you can you can really sense Halo in there, and but especially at the beginning, I always get the sense it's like you're already like dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're it's like you of, don't have much hope. Yeah, yeah, the real hopelessness is there, which I enjoy. That, that's what Halo does for me so well. Is you're back against the wall, and it really feels. I think even in the menu. Which is interesting. You talk about Child of Light. The first image is the rookie who you are sleeping. Oh. He's asleep in the, this this. It's been a while ship. since I played ODST. I need to get it's back, totally back to it. It's totally worth going back to But yeah, but it's interesting is that, that available you're asleep. For Wii U?
2: What? No. Is that available for Wii U? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> sure. um,
1: so it has that, like, maybe this is a dream. Or something, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, 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 that's Or a, a nightmare. Or a nightmare. Like, that's a possibility almost. It's yeah. So it's 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 magical in that sense, and very different from the other halos, and surprisingly done by the same composers.
0: Yeah, I love – I'm surprised we didn't have more Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore on this on this episode. We could have We'll done. get into more because like, there's so much Halo we could do. There's Destiny yeah. music that we could do mm-hmm, too. They're mm-hmm. excellent composers yeah, and everything absolutely. like that. But yeah, I was kind of surprised that we only had the one, but
1: at least they made it onto the list too. Yes. ODST. But no,
0: Halo 3 ODST is –
1: fantastic mm-hmm. and, it's, and if, if you haven't gone back and played it in a while totally recommend it
2: I can't remember which track it is because I actually don't listen to the one that includes the track titles but eventually I think like at the halfway point there's a track that includes like metal guitars and it's yeah. I forget which one it is but I'm, it's much more I'm uh, back another title uh, back it's, to, it's a bit it's, more up-tempo yeah. and like a little yeah. bit more there's extreme definitely, there's definitely
1: those moments yeah. when you're fighting they definitely right. have some cool cool up-tempo moments
0: nice nice
1: all right. Part 1 done. Part, Part 1 done
0: because yeah, like we could go on for and we, we've gotten into discussions like this but, uh, just amongst ourselves and they've gone on forever and we just jump around. So I'm yeah. glad we were able to like really contain, contain it to them. these because no or else we could we could talk about this one all day. And so but yeah, those are our those are our th- first entries into our favorite soundtracks. So please let us know what your Favorite soundtracks are, uh, yes, and this is us, what, what I we desperately missed. want. Yeah, no, I want to know. Just like, if there's ones that we didn't talk about, I'm always on the hunt for new soundtracks. Yeah, so, like, hit us up, let us know. You know, send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail Follow us on Twitter and send us your suggestions there. Like us on Facebook and write us and write us a note on there too. Um, and then, yeah, and so let us know what your favorite soundtracks are. Some of your favorite composers. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, uh, aside from actually playing games, I think this is our second favorite <laughs> yes, thing about games yes. is like geeking out about I the think music.
1: People, other, like I said earlier, people that don't play games will, will, can appreciate
2: I this mean, stuff. you can still, pre- you don't have to play games to appreciate music. Yeah, come on. Yeah. This no, is classic. You don't.
1: This is just,
0: it's just damn good music. <laughs> just damn good. Just this damn is art, goddammit. <laughs> music. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one, your host, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Peace out. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Later.